Party pal, this is the mind-bending film and television podcast you didn't know you needed. I am your host Brian Saxon. I'm here with my co-host Michael Shields uh, today. On this uh, this Oscar week, we're going to be discussing True Detective because we're not doing an Oscar. And we're not doing an Oscar show. It's more important <laughs> to discuss. Uh, True Detective is more important. The, the best show that's. Popped off in the last couple of months. Absolutely. It's the third season of True Detective, uh, the American anthology crime drama television series created by Nick Pizzolatto. I think it's Pizzolatto. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of tough names in this uh, Absolutely. We're gonna be working this season in particular. <laughs> yep, we'll be working through it. The season takes place in the Ozark and finds Mahershala Ali playing Detective Wayne Hayes while Stephen Dorff. Stephen Dorff. I love it. The, the, a, the great Stephen Dorff. The great Stephen Dorff plays his partner, Detective Roland West. Um, I think that's a good place to start, just those two right there. The casting of the the two detectives in you know a series such as this, where it does follow a case that follows the two detectives, is so important. Right. Uh, what do you think of the two? Well, I think that uh, I, th- I think that the season two kind of had a lot to live up to after McConaughey mm-hmm. and Harrelson, obviously. Yeah. And I think the reason why people weren't in love with season two, even though you and I both were, I yeah. think I think two is underrated. Absolutely. I think as this series goes on, two will be like season two of The Wire. I was saying the same thing. Be- I think, and I watched some of it recently, just I kind of touched in to get uh, you know some plot lines in case we did end up talking about it at any point. There's a lot of action. There's some, there's some really cool stuff that happened, and I think history might be kinder to it. Yeah. As people go back and this, if this series continues and people start at the beginning maybe and watch the whole thing too. Right. Uh, it, it was a lot to live up to, like you were saying. Yeah, it was. And I think they went harder with star talent. Yeah. Um, I mean, Rachel McAdams, mm-hmm. um, Colin Farrell, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, Vince Vaughn, which held it down, but yeah. he's I a think, big star and they put mm-hmm. him in a, in an odd, it was an odd ch- casting choice yeah. and that was most of the hate that... Most of the that, critiques I've seen were about Vince. I right. mean, Colin was great. I mean... Uh, Dude, they, great, they great. all were yeah. good. Yeah. They all were really yeah. fucking solid. I don't know why people were... I understand why people were hating. I think for this season, 
they went with they went a little different route. Mm-hmm. They were like, let's just keep it two. Yeah. Um, they went back to their roots a little bit. Yeah. Mahershala, mm-hmm. obviously, like so good, really good, coming off an of Oscar win for Moonlight. Mm-hmm. But I think like just nabbed another one. Stephen Dorff, I mean been in the game for a long time mm-hmm. I mean he hasn't been in the spotlight mm-hmm. for a long time uh, and throwing him in this in this uh, in this position I didn't think he was gonna come with it as hard as he did and um, there there were scenes where he like outshone Mahershala yeah yeah um, ultimately I think that obviously the whole the whole season belongs to Mahershala mm. but fuck man yeah there's the best it. scenes in this in this season were the two of them. Yeah. Just like it was with McConaughey and yeah. Harrelson. And you were just with them and they were going back and forth. Yeah. And yeah. No, I, I, I had the same feeling about Steven when he got cast. You know, I, I have respect for him, but I, I was wondering, uh, you know, what would become of that situation. And he was great. Um, Carmen... A Jogo? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've Let never... Me... I actually was searching the net today to try to... Uh... Carmen Ijogo? I- I- Iyogo? Yeah. It yeah. might be a soft I J. was trying to find someone saying her name uh, on the internet, and, and I didn't look too hard, but I couldn't. Um, she was great. She's um, uh, a so place dope. Amelia. She was... It was a big part. Also, you know, like you mentioned, I agree fully that the best parts were scenes with um, Ali and Dorf, but, I mean, also her, Carmen, and uh, Ali, those two had some really terrific scenes together and a lot of this um the series this this season was about them uh which i know we'll get into and also who was awesome is who played um tom purcell it was scott scott McNary. McNary. he was great awesome. there was points where he had to break completely break the uh the the scene when they re-interrogate him yes in the 90s mm-hmm. for the second time yep. and he kind of like has the realization that they're interrogating him yep. And he loses it. Yeah, I mean, they had that, to go hard at him yeah. that time. And that was also fun to watch because Stephen Dorff, his character, Roland, was very fond of him. He was fond of Scott, the character yeah. of Scott, uh, that Tom, uh, uh, Tom Purcell, the character that he's Scott doing, um He's been in the game for a bit. He, he was in uh, Argo, mm. Gone Girl, 12 mm. Years a Slave. Yeah. He's, the new, he's the new face of the next season of Narcos. Oh, is he? He's the... Because he's in the... In the in the ver- you you finished mm-hmm. yeah so uh, in the last scene in season four or in Narcos Mexico Narco, as yeah. they're calling it um, he's the one that crosses the border oh. with the guns so he's he's in the he, he's in the DEA he's the one that wages war against the Diego Luna character wow. that's awesome yeah now I'm, I mean he's yes. totally I'm on his, on his radar yeah he's right a now. freak yeah he's a freak Su- for sure super super interesting so. This series, we have, uh, it's it's another thing where they play with time. We have three timelines, and um, the first is uh, 1980, just to kind of dissect this this uh, season a little bit. That is when the Purcell case begins, uh, and then we have 1990, uh, that's the second timeline. Uh, that's when they uh, become convinced the case uh, led to a wrongful con- um, conviction. Yeah. And then we have 2015, where... Uh, you know, it's it's they're much older and they're yeah. kind of coming to grips with things. So you can think of it as uh, Mahershala's hairstyles. Yeah, absolutely. So like the the unkempt afro yeah. first, yep. and then the really tightened up like yep. Wesley Snipes look yes, in 90s, the nineties, and then uh, yeah, then the old man. Yeah, dude, uh, makeup, makeup was uh, stunning. There's um, let's give a shout out to yeah, look that up. When the series starts, the first episode. Um, 
which is, uh, I had it written down somewhere. Oh, it's titled The Great War in Modern Memory. Uh, that's a book by Paul uh, Fussell. Um, it references kind of the Great War. It references Vietnam, which we're going to talk a lot about Vietnam today. And, um, you know, uh, uh, Wayne Hayes being there. Right. Um, and also, uh, they, they're kind of talking about the, you know, the modern memory. It's, it's called the Great War in Modern Memory. And so they're talking about memory comes into play right away because that's something that kind of goes through this... Uh, this whole season and, and and so we're talking about the three timelines one thing I heard Nick talking about the writer um, the showrunner of True Detective he, he described it as three dreams in the mind of one dreamer which I thought was really cool because he does he, in the first timeline he's got it all together right top of his game his memory's there he's back from Dom he's you know he's, he's, a, he's, he's his skills are honed he's a hunter right he's out there uh, 1990, he's less sure of himself. Right. It, it, things are just kind of starting, to, you know. Well, he's he, been, uh, he's been uh, typing. Yes. Yep. He's been, you take him, the wolf has been domesticated. Absolutely. He's, he's, yeah, those scenes, those sequences are really good. Like in the first couple of episodes when he's, would just walk off into the woods yeah. by himself and kind of like, when he first finds the, the dead boy. Yeah. When he leaves the the pack of like people searching for mm-hmm. him and kind of goes off on his own yep. and tracks because that's what he did. He did recon. Yep, absolutely. That's what you were doing. Yeah, they mentioned it in in one of the early episodes, and this kind of comes home to roost. Uh, he mentioned how he was out in the in, in the uh, you know in the in the woods, the the forest, or you know just for two years, and he says I was mostly by myself. Yeah. So that's that's intense and. And, I mean, there's no reason not to, we'll, we'll get into some minutia more, but there's no reason not to talk about, you know, kind of where it culminated at. But it did come around to Vietnam. The, the last scene was him going going into the woods. And I think that was really driving home the fact that he was always trying to get out of this jungle, that the effects of, of, of what happened there and who he was really resonated. It, it, it's something, after you see that, that final scene, you can kind of look back and everything that became before a little bit different kind of reshapes the the ideas of uh, of, of some of what he was confronting. Right. Yeah. So I mean, the the final sequence. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I, What did you take from that? I just think it was it was. I, I think it was. Mm, it's it, I, like like I was saying. I, I feel like it reshaped how we're supposed to look at him and when and his struggles and and. You know, he was like I said. He was he was he was always fighting in a way to get out of that jungle and find who he was. I think I think he died. I think, he, di- your, your I think he died on that porch. He died. He, oh wow! Yeah. So he oh. dies. He dies on. He dies on the porch. Wow. That's, so he's. So he. Ha- the case has been solved. Have you heard anyone else saying? This? I have not. I like not. this theory. So this right? is. Yeah. This, this is, is hot off the press. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he. He's on the porch. He's. They've solved the case. Uh-huh. But he thinks that she's dead. Yeah. Or at least she, he thinks that she's alive and then he forgets it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the son finds the, the note mm-hmm. and instead of throwing it out, he puts he it away. So like, it, that's, about yeah, that. so that's, a, you know, you can take from that that he's going to continue on and, and, and figure out what happened. Yeah. Follow up in his father's legacy. Yeah. Um, so he's on the porch with his family mm-hmm. at peace finally after... How many years? Yeah. Fifty years of this case tormenting yep. him. Mm-hmm. Um, Roland Roland comes over. His best friend, his partner, 
you know, kind of puts his hand on his shoulder. He's at, he's finally like at peace. And then like, you see this moment where it like goes to his eyes and like the look on his face, the look on his face kind of like led me to believe that maybe he started to like have a heart attack or something and goes into, camera goes into his pupil. The, the final memory is the memory of him and his wife making up and then walking out into the door Mm -hmm. Uh, into the sunlight and the sun is just like blinding it turns to white meaning what I took from that is that was his last that was his last memory of his life the most important memory um, before before his uh, before he went on to the next place and then that next scene he goes in the jungle he leaves alone and he walks into like the unknown by himself and disappears into it meaning like at, when you die, what's the last thing that you think about? And then the time that you're the most alone, because that's what death is. Mm-hmm. And he he kind of goes off alone, like on into into wow. into the wilderness. This is know. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like, mean that's I what like I turned. Yeah, that's what I totally. I love how I was super fucking high too. Totally. Like, I, no, I, please, please be high while yeah. you watch a true detective. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's encouraged here. Um, that's really cool, and and I, it's also it's. Wow, that's fun to think about. Yeah. And I, I just love what, what I always talk about. It. I love fiction. I know a lot of people, I don't read fiction, I, you know, just, but I love the way you can reinterpret things. I love open ended uh, stories that, right. that allow you what you just did. And, and that's a cool, that's a really, really cool thought. Um, it's, it's, it's worth talking about too. Like when they did go in there, he did have that scene um, with uh, uh, his wife, which was, which was really intense because they, their relationship, and this I'm going to bring it back to Nam here too. Their relationship was very tumultuous. I mean, he he did it. He like you mentioned, he ended up at the desk because of her. He was he was you know yeah. what her actions. She was, and this is very worth noting. She was basically the third detective in this thing. She right. got, she was an investigator as well. Well, she I mean she brought it home. She brought it home. She she, she found the Mary, she was the, the re- Mary thing. Yeah. She was the re- her book. Yeah. Which Absolutely. he never read. No, he didn't. He didn't read. He didn't read. I, I should have read. And like this. he, like that. W- those were the clues that yes, led him to continue it on Absolutely. and to like go back to Roland yep. and say, "I need your help." Yeah. Like we're I gonna finish to. this. Yep. Like his dead wife was the third. Was the third part? Yeah. No, absolutely. But um, yeah. I mean, she also. I mean, not only was that cause of strife, but I mean. She knew. She mentioned that she he she understood he'd been through a lot and that he was fighting a lot. But she mentions that at the end of the bar. But I, you know, I think it comes back a little bit to loneliness in Vietnam. Because remember the scene prior? They're one of their last scenes. They get into a huge fight, and it's because he they show after he ended up getting put on that desk. Right. And he got real upset about her, and he was at that point. The way I see it, he. he was pissed off that he allowed being in love to kind of let his guard down. He was used to being alone. He was used to taking care of himself. Right. And then he fell in love, and then this is what happens. Right. You know, this is this is what happens when I'm not out there taking care of myself. Or right. When I give over to being with someone, and you know, and and he gave over to being with Roland too, and just like it just makes me think so much about what he was dealing with. It's funny, my um. I love season one. Nothing. It's one of the best of all time. But uh, yeah. one of my good friends, um, Tim Shopa, I'm sure he's going to listen to this one. He loves this series. He's a man I traveled around the country with a lot of times, and we've been talking about this a lot. And he loves this season the most. And the reason I thought it was really interesting that 
it made him reflect so much on life and just like how we think about it like you know just regrets how we think about what our actions today are gonna mean later on and just like he's I like the existent like the worldly universally existential like thoughts of season one more but I understand someone being very uh, caught by the the, just the the retrospective idea it was more of a totality of 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 a human being's existence yes exactly also like I mean I definitely Mm, you know, I'm turning 40 next week, yes. actually, or yep. in two weeks. Um, but, like, I was I was looking at, uh, like, the Stephen Dorff character. Mm-hmm. This dude had his shit together. Like, definitely in the 90s, got, he was killing it, yeah. you know? Um, he, he had, like, he had the beautiful young fiancé mm-hmm. or wife. I don't know if it was his wife or not. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a stellar career. He was playing by the rules. Mm-hmm. The case basically broke him, mm-hmm. um, and then it fast forwards to he's in his seventies, and his only friends are these fucking dogs, yeah. and he's I got lived, no wife, no kid, yeah. I can drink as much as I want. Yeah, <laughs> which was that was another one. There, there are two two scenes between on them. the porch. The one on the porch. I've watched it like was times now. Yeah, yeah, was like unreal. Yeah. What both of them did, um, and then the other one that I really enjoyed with them was after they kill, what's his name? Um, after after they kill uh, Harris James, yeah. the security guard, and then the two of them are like, what Dorf is like kind of reaming him out about it. Those were like really yeah. intense, dramatic moments between the two of them. Um, they should both be fucking nominated for Emmys for, yeah, for this. It's, 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 I, would, I would be upset if Ali didn't win, actually. I mean, mm-hmm. not that, that that's... Yeah, who knows? There's a lot of politics involved in those type of right. judging of arts, but I just I I can't imagine it. Just stunning, and especially just the older version. There's, you know, it really it starts out um, the series, the episode one. I think I was saying this earlier, um, and there's you know you see the bike of the two kids rolling, which they brought back to kind of end it. Yeah, uh, the bike going through time. Yeah. Time is a flat circle, Brian. But uh, oh, the should next we shot, should we get into the cir- the time is a circle? <laughs> yeah, but. But like the next shot, real quick, is uh, just him as the old, as the you know, in his older face. It's yeah. just I remember being like, oh man, like whoa, yeah. yeah, whoa. But what were you gonna say? Well, there were so many moments where they he played Pozzolato played on mm-hmm. the time as a flat yeah. circle, where there were characters in different time periods in the same locations, yeah. and then they were making these transitions, yeah. like. He would walk into a bar, and then he would kind of look over, and he would see his he younger see, self yep, at the bar, there. and then it would like move into that transition scene, into that, time and like period. the younger Mahershala would like look over, and there would be nothing there, standing in the doorway yeah. or something. Like yeah. that was that was a whole play on McConaughey yeah. speech about time is a flat circle, where you are constantly in this loop, where you're you're um, you're living like all these existences mm-hmm. over and over and yeah. over and over. Yeah. And how long was shit. that shot too? I mean, Dude. what what did you feel about the cinematography? This is somebody that was like, great. Yeah. I, I thought I wasn't as man. I, I feel like the season one kind of really set the tone. Like I was blown away by that cinematography because it really set a tone. Yeah. Uh, this one maybe I wasn't like noticing as much mm-hmm. because I was more noticing performances, yeah. which is is a testament sometimes to, to the cinematography yes, that you're not thinking about yep. it. Um, it's not like they're like 
take Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale, I can't not think about every, the cinematography in every fucking yeah. shot because it's so beautifully yeah. made and yeah. like it's so like particular. Um, this show, I mean, it looks great yep. for sure, hundred yep. percent. Uh, I don't look at it the same way that I look at something like Game of Thrones, yeah. where it's it's uh, it's very specific. I think this one is so much more uh, acting driven. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is like tough to say because so is fucking Handmaid's Tale, so is Game of yeah, Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean though. It was really focused in on the relationships, and it's really what struck a lot of people. Who, yeah, who were taken uh, by this as we were, which is awesome. So, and I think I think this I think the love. The love train is back on board for this show, right? Like, I, it, it better be. Yeah. I, 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 you know, there's just haters are loud. You know what I mean? Like, it's. Just but are people, people hating on this? Like, I, I haven't I've, been I've feeling. Seen, I've seen a couple, you know, um, articles come through, you know, my social media feeds that weren't loving it, but I think it's positive as well. Right. Yeah. It's just so weird, man. Like, I mean, with this podcast. If there's something that's trash, we're not going to be like, let's dedicate a whole yeah, episode to, to just talking I, I, shit on this. I don't, like, don't want to put that negative energy out in the world, first off. Right. I don't think it's fun to just shit on things. And I just like, I think a lot of people, there's, you know, either they think they're going to get more hits, likes, or whatever, just by having the, this conversely... By ripping something right. apart, like a, like a Vice clickbait article where it's yes. just like Usual Suspects is a stupid movie and only <laughs> stupid people <laughs> like it, and you're just like, I'm like, I'm not clicking on this article, I'm not reading no, the fucking it, article, no, no, but I'm no, going no. to the fucking comments yeah. and seeing what people yeah. have to say. Yeah, it's just, it's ninety nine percent fuck you, Vice. Yeah, and I just don't think it's I I think it's fun talking about things that are great. There's enough greatness out there that we don't have to spend time on things that that don't even deserve our time. Right. You know, and it's just it's fun to celebrate. It's fun to discuss. I just don't understand. You know, I've read a lot of articles about film and television still, and I don't understand how you could sit down and want to just pick something apart like. How I just don't get how that is enjoyable, right? How and and I believe in putting you know as much there's so much negativity and bullshit out in this world. If you can keep, you can try to simmer. There that. is. A, <laughs> I hadn't noticed. <laughs> um, and I, I, I think the internet like drives that more. It does absolutely. Media drives that more. Media yeah. definitely fucking pushes. I mean, absolutely. look at Trump. Like they, they oh, push this. They love it. It's. I mean, it, it's. In insightful and uh, divisive messages, they seem to ring louder. I really—that's what I was saying. I think I think just the, the hate just is louder out there, and like so when people like the world's not like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I go all over uh, it. Yeah, exactly. The world's better than like the than portrayal what, what of it. Exactly, people are better. People are better. People are better. Everywhere. 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 No doubt. I was exactly. just I was just down in Jackson, Mississippi. Yep. And like people are fucking great down there. Absolutely. Like across the board. I went, to, I went to I went to school in the hills of Virginia, man. I, yeah. I, I, I trust me, I know the the people that would be defined as people who live in Trump country. There's, I mean, you know, there are some really really good people everywhere. Right. Awesome. So, were you surprised? Uh, uh, how did you feel about the happy ending? There was a, this was a pretty. I mean, it, overall, the case came home. Um, but was it happy? I believe he so. Di- but I he mean, you, doesn't. He doesn't. I think he knows that she that it was her. I think he knows. There's there's multiple looks. I I believe so. Yeah, I mean, you believe he fucking died on the porch. I'm right, right, I'm right. allowed to believe what I want. Right, right. But um, but I do. And there was a couple looks where like you kind of and I, I I've watched it multiple times. <laughs> I, 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 on Sunday, I I, I rewatched. He watched it twice. I mean, no, I rewatched the season. The whole season. After. Yeah. Well, I mean, I re. <laughs> I do you, out. Do you I rewatch? 
because I rewatch twice. Yeah, yeah. Every, I I, I would say usually, I, I probably did four of them twice. So I've seen I've seen four, right, right. Uh, four, uh, four three, of them like three, three times. times. <laughs> I was getting nerdy up, but so the first season ended on what you could pretty much say is a pretty hopeful note. Uh, uh, just to call you back to it because it's fucking awesome. That was when um. You know, it is pretty dark when Woody's, like, crying in his bed in front of his family. And then right. Russ wakes up from his uh, coma. He's upset he didn't get them all. But then they're outside. And um, uh, he talks it's the light versus dark discussion where, uh, you know, he's talking about how, it, it, you know, it, it, they, Marty says, it appears to me that the dark has a lot more territory. They're talking about the stars. And then uh, it, it gets... <coughs> It gets to a point where where um, Russ is he's and you don't you don't expect him to be this hopeful. That's why I love this ending. He's like you're looking at it wrong. Once there was only dark. If you're asking me, the light is winning. He's talking about it starting to poke through the right. light. Starting, I mean that is beautiful, hopeful. That's right. like that's that's a that's a that's kind of a happy ending. So that, I mean this one, I believe it's it's pretty much of a happy ending. Second it's, season is not. It's not. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. How I watched some parts of it. There's. <laughs> There's, 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 there's glimmers of some sort of um, resolution where she felt brought all the evidence and, and although she was, you know, kind of escaping off into the hills of Venezuela or something, she, she gave it to somebody. So maybe the corruption was going to be right. exposed in some way. But well, so one of my theories that I had... Um, I've, I've half, loved your first one. Bring halfway... On. <laughs> well, one of my theories that I had halfway through uh, season two mm-hmm. was... was are they going to tie this season in with the first season? Yeah. Will they do multiple seasons where it's different detectives, and then they find I kind of had common this. Thread. I kind of had like a fantasy of a final season mm-hmm. where like some case ties them all together, and they all have to. Work. Well, like Fargo does a great job of that. Far, Far, right. Like, which Fargo is one of my. If, if you guys, if you guys aren't on FX's series Fargo, you got to jump on that. Fargo's I, dope. I think it's incredible, and they do. They find a way. Are they coming even, back. It's been a, it's been it's a, been a second. A, it's been a Dude, it's been a second, but fucking Man in the High Castle is just it's, dropped it's com- another trailer it's for... Com- it says it's coming out in the Yo, they, when did they shoot that? <laughs> they just want to, like, uh, it's like they want it done. It's the last season. Yeah, I think they want yeah, They're, they're like, we gotta like, finish this we up. We gotta finish this up. No, but... but um, Handmaid's is coming back soon, too. That seems Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, that was quick. Yeah. But, I mean, is Hulu put pumping out? I mean, that's like a... That's a big one for Hulu. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that's their that's the rock they build everything upon. I think. But either way, so yeah, so they, so they have, did link this one. So that yeah, so now the it's case. it exists in the same universe. Absolutely. Why did they put that in there? Was it just like an Easter egg? I think I think it. I, I think so. I don't know. Is there more? There's I mean, more? I gotta think that yeah. Pizzolatto, 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 Pizzolatto. Yep. I gotta think that that's premeditated. I mean, McConaughey and Harrelson are both executive producers. Yeah. There's got to be some desire to like bring them back for for like some sort for of a like, final fucking season of some kind. What do they say from your lips to God's ears or something? That would be wonderful. Yeah. Man. So that is there be- is there a possibility where they can link all of these? Mm-hmm. Um, Rachel McAdams is still alive. Yep. The other two they are could, decidedly not right. <laughs> um, so it could exist somewhere. Yeah. And that would be. I would. I would absolutely love that if they were able to be set together. I, I loved the link to, that they showed when those oh, guys dude, I bugged up. out. Yeah, absolutely, I bugged out. And then when they did the, uh, when they do the, like, uh, for the final episode, 
when they when they, they do a recap before they show you like what happened in like the season, like yeah. just to like refresh your mind. Yep. They showed that. Mm-hmm. They showed that like little clip. Oh yeah. So so, so I was like, why are they showing so it? So I thought there was gonna be more as well. But that's one was thing. there? I don't think so. So that's one thing HBO does such a good job of. If you if they're showing the scenes before the uh, the episode, those are very relevant scenes. Right. In Game of Thrones always been the case. Right. Because like, they'll show obscure ones from like four yeah, seasons. Yeah, they're like, back, Yo, you need to remember this. And right you're like, now. oh shit, mm-hmm. we're gonna return to the guy that's in the prison cell yeah. that hasn't been around yeah. for, for fucking two seasons. You know, exactly. like, it's it's very it's a very telling moment when they do that. Um, but yeah, I, I expect it more with, with that. But I'd love that the link exists, anyways. I mean, Nick is such uh, a thoughtful showrunner and. And and that's I mean, that's why I was I was always getting so upset when when you know the series was getting so much heat because I mean the the second one, I mean it really tackled like like so many ills of like institutions and it, I mean I maybe it went too big or something. Well, but I think it, I think it took itself way too seriously. It did. It did. This season, I mean, there's a lot of comedy in the first season. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of comedy in this season. Yeah. Like Stephen Dorff is really fucking funny mm-hmm. to Mahershala. Yeah. Woody Harrelson is really funny to McConaughey. Yeah. Um, I feel like yeah, there was relationships like endearing in a way that's kind of a, like I hate to use the word but like adorable, right? Sort of way. Well, it's it's super fun and playful, yeah, and yeah, it's like yeah. it's it's a bromance. That's what you're mm-hmm. looking for. In season two, there there was they substituted with a romance, mm-hmm. which. I thought those two were the most interesting characters, the yes. Colin Farrell and Rachel McAdams. I, thought, I loved it. Taylor Kitsch, like, I don't know, like, what he was doing in there. Mm-hmm. He he was fine, but yeah. that was definitely, like, a a problem. That's where I think they were, they were why people didn't appreciate it as much, is they were trying to do too much. Overblown. They were trying to go it too it felt, big. It felt too big. And they yeah. were trying to take themselves too seriously. There's yeah. not a lot of jokes in season two, and if they are, they get lost in... Yeah. Kind of the de- yeah. the serious delivery and tone of of every yeah. of every actor. But yeah, so. but I mean, overall, I think that uh, you know he told a pretty big story and he told it well. And like I was about to say, he's he's such a thoughtful storyteller. That one thing I really enjoyed is after each episode, hear him talk about the episode real quick. It's very brief uh, at the end of each one, and he would always break down the episode's title. And I already talked about the first one, how that was um, uh, there was a book. And then the second one's called Kiss Tomorrow Goodbye. That's also an old noir novel. Um, and, and, you know, a nod to his diminishing memory. The episode three is The Big Never. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, how many noirs are there called The Big Something? Episode four is The Hour and the Day. And that's a line from... It's like from, a reference to, like, some Southern Gothic literature. Like, did, how much does, yeah, how the much hour does he the read? Is, is a line from Matthew's Bible, which says, For you shall not know the hour of the day in Lord's judgment. Again, yeah, that, how much does he read? I mean... Uh, it, you know, the last one, Now I Am Found, is a line from Amazing Grace. That You know, just, it just everything's like really, really thought. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got to be a well, book. Well, he was a, he was a short story. Yeah, he did. He was a writer. He was a novelist. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and he's definitely, he's inspired by, by a lot of different and really, you know, deep existential writing. And, and it shows. Yes. It's, 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 it's really, it's really intense. Uh, just... Uh, how much thought he puts into each and everything how you know storylines were coming home to roost and the whole thing uh, I really want to talk about episode 5 if uh, if you have ghosts that was the shootout and yeah I loved it it I, was, I, I it was good um, I, I, I think it was, it was the weakest shootout of the three 
the three shootout sequences yeah. in every in every season. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first one was the But that's that's also I think that might have been they he he said specifically it was never about the shootout, but about when he um uh when when he's I, I can't think of his name, uh the the trash man. Yeah, uh, it was about that. It was about them two in the room. He wanted right. that that to be more substantial. Well, it was time for it. Yeah, exactly. It was, yeah. That's crazy. It was crazy. He put him on him. Put yeah. it on him like that. I like how they were. They were both like on the same playing field that's, when they were talking. And when he was just like, "You're gonna put this on me." Yep, totally. There was. Yeah, it was like a mature conversation. Yeah, of, uh, you be, know, it, what he the guy wasn't insane. Between two soldiers. Between two soldiers. Yeah. It was like a mature, grown, you know, final conversation yeah. between two soldiers. That was intense yeah. to me. He was, was really... like, I had you. Mm-hmm. He's like, you yeah, think he I missed him. on purpose? He kept him alive so that he could kill him yeah. afterwards. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's really that crazy. Was, that was a tragic storyline. Wooder. Wooder. Yeah. Yeah. That was a tragic storyline. That story was. Line. That really was. That was, that was. that was. That was definitely, definitely tragic. That was. But that also, that episode ended with the scene on the porch. Right, that had both. That was right. that was a really really yeah. special one in my mind. I know you loved episode seven, the um, the, fi- the, the, the final um, the final uh, country that uh, that ended with him walking into the pink room, right? Yes. No. Is that that was episode that, six? That was episode six. Seven yeah. starts with seven. Uh, with. Um, What's the guy's name? That's where they it's, end up killing the one you It love starts with uh, Tom Purcell yeah. 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 being, being uh, finding finding him dead. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, more uh, more Stephen Dorff kind of feeling more and more depressed and more negative about uh, more more feeling more responsible mm-hmm. for what they were doing. Yeah. Um, like he was trying to like pull back. And Mahershala, uh, Mahershala's character Wade uh, Hayes, yes, Hayes. was was trying to push forward no matter what it took, yeah, seeing yeah. it through to the end, mm-hmm. even though they were starting to like bodies were starting to pile yeah. up <laughs> because crazy. of it. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, let me just take a minute, real quick, and mention that we are part of the Osiris Podcast Network. Osiris is a community of podcasts that uh, are bringing you uh, directly to you know. Podcasts, live events, uh, videos of just a whole bunch of cool stuff that you love. So check out OsirisPod.com. There's a whole slew of podcasts there that are tons of fun. But um, you can also follow us on Instagram at Welcome to the Party Pal Podcast and on Twitter at To the Party Pal. At, at to the yeah, Party starting Pal. Yeah, we're starting to get a bunch of people on. Uh, Hitting us up on Twitter, which we're loving. That's a growing community over there. We're also we're gonna start something new, where we're gonna have some fan picks, and I think that our next episode might be one where fans reach out, and it's already started to happen, where they reach out to us and they, they, um, you know, they suggest what we should talk about, and we were always taking suggestions, and we will have you on with us to discuss because I mean, obviously, if you're reaching out and you want to hear about it, you're passionate about it, and we want to talk to passionate, uh, you know. Cinema fans and yeah. television fans, so we're gonna we're gonna be having people on, and not just we're gonna we're gonna be having more notable uh, filmmakers and people involved in film on coming soon. But we also want to have fans on, so we're looking yeah. forward to that. Specifically, if there's if there's something that that you love that that uh, we haven't seen, um, if one of us haven't seen it, yes. then that that's yeah. a, that a reason for us to watch it. We got we have two lined up where I, there's one that I one seen. that I haven't seen, one that Mike yep. hasn't seen. Uh, we're gonna have uh, both fans on and and 
and analyze it with the fans. So if you're interested in something like that, yeah. it's, uh, I think it's going to be pretty fucking dope. I talked to a, a, um, a fun filmmaker um, uh, on Across the Margin, the podcast, also on Osiris uh, Pod, also an Osiris podcast. Um, so I reached out to him because he was involved in um, uh, the National, you know, you know, the band The National, I really like their movie. Mm-hmm. But he also did, have you seen this, is the reason I bring it up, um, have you seen, it's called A Night at the Garden? It's a clip that's been going around. It was, it was Oscar-nominated short. It's a short. Right. And it shows... I uh, think I saw you post on ...unearthed it. footage of, uh, it was the Madison Square Garden in 1939. The, uh, the, 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 the neo-Nazi rally. The, yes. the Nazi rally. Yeah. yeah. Have you watched that yet? I haven't. I've seen I, things I think, I think you should watch. It's only like seven minutes. But the, one of the reasons that, like, in, in Marshall, he's behind that. He was the Oscar-nominated filmer, filmmaker who unearthed that. So on the episode, we talk about that a bunch and just how he found it, why he presented the way he did. But you should watch it because I mentioned right away that I know you love Man in the High Castle like I do. I felt like I was watching clips from that. It, it, it was creepy. Man. Ain't that hard for fucking fascism to take hold well, and, for, and for people that are fan of populists yeah, totally. to go for it. Yeah, and it's also, uh, it, I mean, one thing it shows is that how far we have come and how, how much things have eerily stayed the same. And yeah. it's, it was, you know, it was not hard for him when he found the footage to kind of draw the links and parallels to today. I mean, you know, at times it's, it's got the feel of a Trump rally, to be honest. Yeah. It's crazy. So that's, I think that's something that people can check out. I want to mention something about, else about True Detective that was fun. Yandu. Yandu. From Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, he showed up. He was Mr. Hoyt in the last episode. He's Michael Rooker. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yandu. Yeah. yeah. Michael Rick. Uh, I mean, I always know Michael Rooker from Cliffhanger, <laughs> but I mean, hey, if you know him as Yandu, man, good man. on you. I did. I was, I was thinking about it, but I saw you. Know, I can't help but thinking that I saw Guardians of the Galaxy with my daughter, and she will never, uh, uh, you know, let me off the hook of I was like welling up when he died at the end and like all the people come yeah. to celebrate him and like she's like he's like dad what's wrong with like looking over at me and she knew and she was like making fun of me because I was getting emotional at a superhero right 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 <laughs> so that sounds like a me story I was just gonna say it's now now we have continued our tradition of one of us crying it's some sort of uh, right you know unique it's Film. been it's been a second though. I yeah. I'm trying to think the last thing that I cried at. Um, it's been a minute. I didn't yeah. cry in True Detective at all. Maybe the the scene on the porch when they're older. I was affected ah, deeply. Definitely I was affected. affected. Deeply, yeah. Um, I think that one was more like I was. I said to myself, "Damn, Damn. like they're acting. Yeah. They're fucking acting yeah. their asses yeah. off right <laughs> Look now." Look at you guys. What are you? What's go, going go, on? go, do your thing. That was crazy. Um, I thought the case was pretty satisfying. I, I'm, I'm in it for a different reason. I'm, I'm like the kind of like the, the study of the human condition is what I'm in it for. The aesthetics, a lot of things. I, I'm not a big case driven guy right. for most shows, but I, I thought the case was pretty satisfying. Yeah, I, I, I do. Like. I, I do get into shit like that. Yeah. Um, it's just little things like when they find the when they find the peephole. In the in the closet, you're just that was episode like, oh, one. Shit, you knew this, things were getting gonna get kind of get creepy yeah, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Pizzolatto wrote uh, some episodes for the Killing. Yeah, which I was a huge fan of Me the Killing. Too. That Me one, yeah. yeah. I think that was the biggest the biggest binge I've ever had. Uh, my girl and I watched that. Watched two seasons mm-hmm. in one weekend. Oh wow! Which is like twenty four episodes. Yeah, like. 
fucking cold, yeah. rainy weekend or somewhere. We're just like, let's just fucking stay inside yeah. and order delivery and binge. And uh, I did like 24 episodes in two days. Wow. Which is a lot. That's a, that's, that's a, that's a that's, big. That's yeah. a, those are hours too. Yeah, that's hours. hours. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But that, I mean, that one is all like it's just a fucking case. Yeah. The first two seasons yeah. are all about finding out who killed this this yeah. girl. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Totally. That was good. That was a good. Yeah, couple it's good. Seasons. It's yeah. solid. Yeah. Yeah. It's solid. I don't know if I, I saw it through. There was another. Well, they season. they kind of they had a third season mm-hmm. uh, that. Did another case. Okay. And then I, I think, think... that's where I was falling off. I something. feel like they... Do you remember that show, Damages? Yeah. yeah. Damages was great. Yeah. Damages, like, I didn't shit, get into like, it. Ben Close scares me. Dude, she's <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> I know. I started watching a couple. She's got crazy My eyes. My good friend was working on it, even though Teddy Ball game. And uh, I was watching it, and I'm like, this is freaking me out, man. <laughs> Did Teddy uh, AD that, or was he in yeah, the yep, AD department? Yep, yep. Um, he, uh, yeah, so... But that show shifted to another network... And mm. I think something, I think the same thing happened with the killing. I think it was on AMC. Uh, and if I remember correctly, it like went to Netflix I was gonna say, for the last season platform. for like a like short, mm-hmm. like six episode or eight episode season. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why, I think uh, shows like that kind of lose momentum. Yep. And then there are people, like decisions made for whatever reason yeah. where they're just like, let's keep you going. Mm-hmm. We'll give you one more chance yeah. we're gonna give you some money we can eke out like eight episodes instead of 12 yeah. six episodes instead of 12 or 13 yeah um, no, i agree they, yeah, but, they it's they, when when you can almost feel when when a show or a storyteller of any kind is forcing it yeah you know when it, when it kind of reaches i that's why sometimes i do get uh upset when a show like you know like when breaking bads ending or something like or just you know something i love so much but also, I always tell myself, myself, yeah. no, uh, like that's good. Yeah, that, like this is good. Like, because if, if you go beyond the vision that you had for it, you're gonna start getting to a Dude, period where you're gonna ruin. Look this at great look at story. Walking Dead. I, I, no, like, I won't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah. I mean, I don't know anyone that still watches that mm-hmm. show that is like, "Dude, you're missing out. You gotta watch I this show." I see one person. I know. Everyone, like, everyone is kind of like, still, "Yeah, yeah, I'm still watching it. I don't know what I'm doing with my life." <laughs> I can't, I, I can't even imagine go, still going. Through I, I remember uh, I remember reading a quote from an executive at HBO that was talking about like, oh well, if we had the if we had the chance, like we'd keep Game of Thrones going forever. Yeah. And I was just like, no, yeah, no, let's drop, drop. Like, the, I mean, do, do there this, is a story. Yeah. Like, finish the fucking do, story. Do this prequel thing. Keep the world alive. Yeah. I'm all about more yeah. Game of Thrones. There's a lot you could do. I mean, you said, there's. You can still the world can still exist, but if there's a story there, just just see it through. Don't force this. Yeah, when's our when's our main trailer coming for it? I don't know. They're giving us pieces. I saw articles based on like the six seconds that they showed Arya seeing the the, dragon with the dragon. And the articles are great too. They were kind of like, "Fuck it, we don't have much. We want to talk with the unsullied with that that low angle shot of the unsullied (laughs) marching and the fucking dragon god." Yeah, yeah I mean, now I, I mean we are so close to that. That that's commencing. what I'm saying. What the fuck are you waiting for? <laughs> You're like, it's April yeah. April 11th. 
You're within like two months. You should be dropping shit. They drop it. Give us, give us, give and us that. Like taste. those little teasers. Those. The, Didn't you find out you were traveling during the season finale? Yeah, I don't know what to do. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, <laughs> Talk about existential crisis. Yeah, and then I almost bugged out because I thought I was traveling during Avengers Endgame, and I was oh like, hold on. Yeah, April's, I can't fucking, April's lit. Yeah, <laughs> April is gonna be a banger. E. For sure. Yeah. I want to talk about both of those here, too. That's, that's something that... Um, what do you get back from? Like, do, you, do you do an extensive trip? Or? No, it's just a, like two weeks. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but it's one of those things that... Now, you know, like... Now I'm like... So, some people don't understand because they're just like, well, just watch it when you come back. Like, I'm just like, okay, you don't understand. I can't fucking even be on my phone or be on my laptop. It's also you, fun to be part. It's like a, kind of like a big cultural moment. It's right. something we're all kind of experiencing together. Like Hun- people like... 100%. Yeah. But now it's even more dangerous because just social media, the yeah. amount of different things that I follow uh, that have to do with movies, that have to do with TV yeah. shows... You know how easy it is for just to see the title of an article yeah, totally. that can fucking ruin it, like uh, the day I after. Get, I will get high and accidentally text you. Right. Like <laughs> I will forget you were gone, and you, your phone will blow up, and like I will mention things. No, it's it's it is. It's impossible to hide. And I mean, we use social media in both our businesses and our work and this and yeah. yeah it's something that you can't just. You know, as much as you want to, sometimes it can't go completely dark. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. uh, A lot of planning went into this uh, trip to Greece, and now I'm like, I got to bail. I'm sorry for finding uh, humor in that. Yeah. I I totally get it. Um, So looking at the three seasons real quick, I I use this uh, comparison uh, when the second season came out, because... It's like uh, a band who drops just a stunning first album. You're right. like, holy shit, who is this band? Sometimes when a band drops a stunning first album, they have a hard time with that follow-up because yeah. it was just so good. They were probably overwhelmed with the, the how well it went. But there are times when after that second album trips up that a band comes back yeah. and it drops a nice third album. And I think this is that nice yeah, third album for sure. They, yeah, that's they, a good analogy. They did a they did a great job with this, and uh, I, I do hope that people feel it. Uh, I think Nick is working more with HBO. I think this will continue. Uh, I yeah. think there's another season here at least. I think I, the numbers are good, right? I think so. I don't know. I, 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 I well, they canceled the Deuce. Yep. I mean, obviously, like Westworld is their is their new big like Game of Thrones. Yep. Um, Game of Thrones is obviously Damn Barry. coming back. Barry's going to carry it. <laughs> I did. I, 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 still haven't, I still haven't watched past the first episode. It's fun. But it's I fun. know. I know. Yeah, Everyone's cool. told me. Um, but I just want to see more of this. I, I enjoyed it. I'm sure it'll take a little bit because like, like we were talking about, he's a very thoughtful writer. Right. He's going to piece something together. He's going to take his time and piece, piece it. But, uh, but this was cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. Did we miss any? Did we like... Because I, I think the story... I was going to talk more about the case and kind of dissect it. They spend a whole middle section of the the final one just dissecting exactly what happened in the case. It's it's pretty well, it's not, you know, there was another twist. And it felt like one of those things where there was an ending after an ending after an ending. I think the only question that I had is, who killed Cousin Dan? Oh. They did have... uh, So he he shows up in that diner. 
Yeah, he wants seven thousand. Who smokes while they eat? They, but every time they show like rednecks, that's one thing that always gets me. I used to know some dudes. That, Did they? Uh, yeah, Maybe, yeah. I might have done it back then. I don't know. I just it always it, I always get so gross. Like the yeah, sensation of food plus like there he's eating like eggs and eating yeah. thing. Uh, I mean, I can't. I dude, I can't even walk down the street and smell someone smoking a cigarette like walking in front of me. Like I have to like cross the street. Yeah, yeah. So it almost feels. Yeah, I'm like I'm I'm I'm. I'm I'm trying not, I'm an ex-smoker, and I'm trying not to be like that, like, kind yeah. of... No, me too, that, I mean, I... Better than that type thing, but I'm the same thing, I can't, yeah. I, I, have a, I have a really, really hard time. You should go, I was, I was in a bar recently down in Virginia, and people still smoking in bars. Oh, I'm like, Jesus. this is crazy, yeah. man. This is absolutely, I was also at a, like, I was seeing some music at, like, a DIY place around here. And people, people were, like, smoking inside, and I'm like, what the Yeah, fuck, do you dude? want, I mean, that's, I, yeah. Yeah, well, the tangents we can go on. So, cool. I think we're good here, then. I'm good. All right. Yeah, so uh, thank you very much um, for uh, taking this journey with us and and joining the party. And also, we we are going to be back real soon with another episode. So, coming at you soon. Hell yeah. Osiris. This podcast is in the loop. The Legion of Osiris Podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at OsirisPod.com.